Welcome to Daily Living for Christ, 86,400 seconds in a day. Imagine the possibilities of what your life would become if you dedicated an additional 60 seconds each day to walk closer with Christ. Well, that's what we're here for. We are here to partner with you on your journey to drawing closer to Christ. 86,400 seconds. Are you ready? 86,400 seconds. Are you ready to become what Christ has already declared you are? Let's jump in now. All right. Hello, everyone. So for the basis of 2021, again, we can start it out this way. And you don't have to be on video because I think that's better. If you, if you choose not to be on video, that's fine. Um, and you can chime in or chime out if you want to. And you can stay on mute the whole time. And if you want to talk, you can just... If I ask a question, you can give feedback on that. So I want to share with you um, more from the perspective of what it was placed in my heart over, over the holiday. Um, this time away, it was just some, some really good quality time and some time for introspect, um, some time for deep thinking and, and just with the family and being closed in and just realizing that we are in a we're in an opportunity time we're in a we're in a time of of yeah opportunity so for me i in in the thought in my mind 2021 is coming across to me it was birthed in me that 2021 is the year of change uh and and that change is not going to come from an external change first. 2021 will be a change of an internal change in in the believer, right? So you're going to, I think we used to sing the song, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life, right? I'm dating myself, but I believe that there's going to be some changing happening in in our spiritual life that's going to affect our external life, our relationships, our communities, our families, a lot of things are going to transpire. Now, I don't believe that this is going to be, in, in some cases, this will not be an easy walk. Um, it will be a, a challenge of a walk, but I want us to know right now that the end result is going to be better. By the end of 2021, relationships will be better. Families will be better. Communities will be better from that standpoint. So we started something that was, uh, uh, how do I say it? We started this group abiding in Christ and then believe it was a call from God on our hearts to to move forward and to do the things that we needed to do. And by abiding in Christ, that means for us is to be able to walk with God on a continuous basis. To know to know that we're walking with him and to acknowledge him with us. So one of the ways of fully, completely understanding that we are walking with the presence of God is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. It's extremely important for us to put that expectancy out there this year, to allow us to be open and free for the Holy Spirit to move in our lives and to put us in situations or circumstances that's going to allow us to grow in God. Uh, there it is. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, please. And Laura, if you want to, you can mute your phone if you want to. 
I'm sorry. If you want to, you can mute. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I want you to underline those who diligently seek him. We started this walk, and as we were walking through John and walking through the process of abiding, we made declarations or commitments within ourselves is to stay moment by moment in God, to abide in the presence of the Lord, knowing that if we abide in Christ, and he abides in us, then God abides with us. And we learn from Isaiah 27 that it is God's overall purpose to bring us together in Christ that he might have us with him at all times. So as we start to think about things, and we start to move forward, I want us to truly start to think internally. Don't think about the left or the right or what's going on that you can see, hear, taste, feel, touch through your senses or through the flesh. I want us to really start to ask God to reveal to us what is inside? What is that? What's what's authentically inside of us that's allowing us to be with him? What is it going to take for us to be with him? And we know, number one, it requires it requires for us to remain in God's presence continually. We must understand that that. The external factors in our lives have one purpose and only one purpose, and that is, is to get us out of faith to walk away or to believe that we are no longer in the presence of God. So as we walk through this year, the lessons will be, I don't know how they're going to flow. I don't know from the aspect but it's going to be building us up in our spiritual life. And I want to call it is, is building up our personal foundation. So that foundation, if you think about a foundation, and Heather, you'll like this. Anytime you build a house, the, the most important aspect of building a house is the foundation because the foundation is what holds the weight of the house. And we know that our spiritual life is built on a firm foundation in Christ Jesus. Nothing will ever take that away. But we also know inside of, in, in our life, we are spirit, we are soul, and we are body. Our spirit man has been regenerated. We have been born again. We have been reunited with our father. We have access and communication with our father without having any gap or any any anything in the middle between us. Hebrews says it this, yeah, he, thank you, Hebrews. Hebrews says it this way, to come boldly to the throne of grace. We have now, we now have access through what Jesus did for us 
we can come boldly to the throne of grace and communicate with the Father, with our Father, and with, without any remorse. And that is one of the most beautiful things that we all share. The other aspect of this is, is, is truly realizing that in our nature or in our flesh, there are things that keep us from remaining in the presence of God. The Bible calls it the carnal state or the fleshly state. So what I want us to do is we get together uh, on these Thursdays, we're going to walk through and understand walking from a carnal's perspective to living in the spirit. We're going to talk through these things and we might spend 30 minutes or 40 minutes on one thing, but the understanding or the goal of everything for this year is that we will rise out of our current situation or circumstance and walk in the authentic man or woman that Christ wants us to walk in. That Christ wants us to walk in. So that is the most important thing that we want for everybody in this group. And anybody that comes in to this group throughout this year, our only goal, our only desire is that you walk with God in the authentic self that God wants you to walk in. That, that's the only thing that we want. So whatever it's going to take for Julie and I to stand in agreement on behalf of whatever the needs are, we are here to walk with you and to walk with God so that we can see the fullness of God's manifestation working in each of our lives. All right. So how does that, how does that start out right there? You can turn on your volume here. And just talk to us. Oh, it's getting warm in here. <laughs> no, I think you can turn on your mics if you want. In other words, give okay. us some feedback. Tamika, <laughs> go ahead. Hi, Tamika. Happy New Year. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? On mute, right? Mm -mm. My microphone, okay. Uh, I can hear you. Okay, can you guys hear me now? Um, I can hear you. Make I can't hear you. Are you talking? I could I hear her talk. when she's talking. You guys can hear. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Mic's up. I know. Donald, can you hear me? It's Heather. We hear you, Heather. Yeah, you can hear anyone. Okay. I, I can't hear. I don't know if she's talking or not. Laura, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you, and I can hear everyone else talking. Okay, so it must be her. Okay. All right. So Wait, Laura, you guys can you hear feedback me, Laura? on what we just discussed, what I just discussed? Yeah, I agree with you. That sounds good. All right. Uh, what about you, Heather? And thank you for joining us tonight. Um, to be honest, Mark, you was talking to me. I couldn't hear the question. <laughs> no, any feedback on what I just talked about? That's all. Oh, no. I'm down with everything you said. It speaks directly to current events and my current spiritual status. Okay. And Tamika, I don't know, can you, are you trying to talk? Can you hear me? Now yes. we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes. That was Go weird. <laughs> um, no, yeah. we're in agreement. 100%. All right. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, and again, my goal for this year is really simple. I'm going to, Take the notes from this. I'll summarize the things that I've actually talked about here, and then I'll send it out to you. My goal for this year is to be very specific, is to at least get you those notes 
by Monday of the of the following Monday. That that's my goal is to get it out by Monday. So I'll send out the link to the video and the notes or anything else that I'm adding in there. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's go to Galatians chapter five. So I'm going to start here. So when we ended last, we were we uh, at Galatians chapter six, uh, five, verse uh, 16. And the Apostle Paul is saying here to the Galatians, and he says, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the lust of the flesh, for the flesh lust against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. I'm going to stay there for a moment. And let me read this again. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So let me say it this way. For the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit wars against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. So we sit here, and when we make a declaration, or we're, we're hearing the word, and we're excited about the word, and we say in our, in our spirit, we're like, man, I'm going to live on fire for God, or I'm just going to live according to God. Our spirit man is, is all in. Then the flesh comes in and starts to pound on us. And then there's this battle of what is inside of our nature and what's inside of our spirit. And it's constantly battling against the things that we're supposed to do. It is, it is a constant battle. And there are times where you'll be sitting there and just contemplating or thinking something and you're hearing a voice. You're hearing yourself saying things and it is not necessarily you saying the thing. Mm -hmm. It's important to understand that. It is, it is not necessarily you. It's like I hear myself or I, I hear me telling myself this. But in, in actuality, most of the time when you hear yourself telling you something, it is telling you something contrary to the word of God that is in your spirit. And whenever you get to that place and you understand that you're telling yourself something that is contrary to the word of God, that's in your spirit or the word of God that was planted inside of you, you know 100% that that is your flesh or the old man or the old nature attempting to, to gain authority again in that situation of your life. And this is a constant battle. And the flesh does not take vacations. So if we are going to live in the spirit of God and live in the fullness of what God has for us, we must understand that there are no sick days. The flesh doesn't take sick days. The flesh doesn't take vacations and the flesh works 365 days out of the year, 24 hours out of the day, he works. 
It's important and not just 24 hours. I actually had the calculation. It is 82,400 seconds in a day. The flesh is working. So now let me just continue on here and then I'm going to go to I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go to Romans because I think Romans solidifies this. It's and it says here, verse 18, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the spirit, you are not under the human religious requirements. The human nature religious requirements. The law was put in place for the human side of man. It was to help man understand and see Christ. It was to reveal to man that in his flesh. Oh, man, I'm getting excited right now. (laughs) It was to reveal to us that in our flesh, We could not please God. There is nothing in our flesh that we could ever please God. And one of the first things that we do when we get born again and and when we start walking with God is we start thinking that by doing things, we will gain favor with God. And that is the mindset of the law. Paul made it very clear that by the works of the flesh or by the works that you do, you do not gain favor with God. We are saved by grace. Through, he says it this way, Paul says, through faith, you are saved by grace. So it's important to grab that key through faith. You are saved by grace or through faith. You now have access through all the graces of God in our lives. So now let me get to verse 19 and it says. Well, I didn't. So, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. For now, he gives her a broad understanding here. He's going to show us again, the works of our flesh or of self before he gives us the power of the spirit. Now, now the works of the flesh are evident. Notice that. And if we all think about this, right, and if we're all truthful, when we sit down and we do something that is according to our flesh or or self or or, or something that we want to do, it's evident. We know, and it's crazy because we know when we are operating in our flesh. There is no question about it. We know it. And it's it's at that point when you start walking or operating in the flesh that when you don't have regard or conviction of walking in the flesh, that's when you know that carnality or the flesh has rule in that specific area. So watch this now. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy. Now, jealousies, outburst of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, 
that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Or let me say it this way, will not walk in the spirit of God. But, verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Or let me say it this way. Against such, there is no restriction. There is no limit. So think about it this way. But the fruit of the spirit is unlimited love, unlimited joy, unlimited peace, unlimited long-suffering, unlimited kindness, unlimited goodness, unlimited faithfulness, unlimited gentleness, and unlimited self-control. And verse 24, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Mm -hmm. Wow. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So here, here's what Paul's saying and here's what I'm saying. As we start to gain this greater understanding and the liberty of us walking in the power of the Holy Spirit every day of our life, there is going to come a boldness or a sense of confidence in us. But what Paul is warning here is, let us not become conceited because we must truly understand that the power that is going to work in us, and notice I didn't say that is, I mean, the power that is going to work in us is, is, will change situations or circumstances. It'll change circumstances on your job. It'll change the whole environment. And we must always remember that through, through the humility or being humble from that perspective and reminding ourselves that this is not me, but the Christ in me is changing the circumstance. All right, let's go to Romans chapter seven. And I'm going to stay here because Romans seven. All right. Chapter 7, 1. And I don't know if I'm going to get any further there. I was going to do some more, but I'm going to just stay here. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading and guiding us. All right. Romans 7, 1. In the right place. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who knew the Lord, that the law 
has dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband lives, she marries another, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law so that she is no adulteress, though she is married, though she has married another man. Therefore, my brethren, here, here comes the point here now, catch this. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another. And who's another? To him who was raised from the dead, that we should be fruit to God. Got it? Remember, John 15 says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you shall bear fruit. Paul is saying here in Romans that if we should be, we should be married to Jesus, right? Who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit. Watch this. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. Now, I want you to catch this now, because this is the first time that since we've been talking about this, we've identified two types of fruit. There is fruit to God, and there is fruit to death. So when you are operating, or not you, let me not say that. Forgive me, Lord, and forgive me. When we are operating in our flesh or in our selfish ambitions or in the things that we want to do, Paul says that that is fruit unto death. So it is, it, think about it this way. It is fruit unto, well, no life, Oh, yes, yes. Woo! No life can come out of that fruit. Heather, and, and I'm reminded of my conversation with you yesterday. You said that your friend said it's like, did it move the dial, right? But it's right here now from a spiritual standpoint is no life can come out of anything that we do in the flesh. It is to death. Now, here's the thing. Every time we operate in the flesh or in those things that we know that are opposite of what God wants us to do, it is a continuous death. So it is death to me and it is death to the person that is that we're actually operating in the flesh to. So let's continue. Where was I? Uh, Donald, will you let me know oh, where you are? But if we have been, oh, come on now. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, ow! thank you, Lord. You're awesome. But if, yes. Did somebody say something? Yeah. I asked you if you could repeat the exact verse. I did too. Tamika, are you talking? 
It's Heather. Heather. I don't know. I even sent him a chat. Can he not hear us, but we can hear each other? Yes. What? I was trying to follow along. Romans, what? I I went from one room to another and I lost track. Okay, I'm on Romans six right now. Seven. Thank you. Seven, chapter six. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not, oh my goodness, and not in the oldness of the letter. We have been delivered so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit. Verse seven. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. Or on the contrary, I would have known sin. I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would have known, I would not have known covetedness unless the law had said, you shall not cover. But sin, here, watch this. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manners of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found brought death. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me and by it killed me. Therefore, the law is holy and the commandment holy, just, and good. Let's continue. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not what Paul is saying. But sin, that it might appear sin was producing death in me through what is good. So that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, this is it right here. This is the cross. For verse 15, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. This is that war. This is the very essence of the war that has gone on from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7, until today. This war is, is, is transpiring every moment of the day. Then verse 16 says, if then I do what I do not do, I agree that the law that is, that the law that is good, but now it is no longer I who do it, but sin 
who dwells in me. Or now when it says sin who dwells in me, it's saying sin who dwells in my nature, in my soulish realm. And in that soulish realm, it is in my mind, my will, my emotions. That is the soulish realm of man. So in that memory bank of us is where th- that it, 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 it rests in our emotion. And one of the things when we find out about the emotions inside, we know that uh, I think the term is called triggers, right? So a trigger would be, for instance, if Julie doesn't like something and I know she doesn't like it, and I constantly keep doing that to trigger her to make her upset or not even to make her upset, but just to constantly doing it, 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 is, it is causing that emotion to rise up inside of her to get her off. Now, as the, as the Christian or as the woman that is walking in the spirit of God, when I do something, whatever that thing is that I'm doing that, that bothers her, the, the, the transformation that, hap- it, that, that's, that is, is attempting to happen is, is I can do that thing and then it no longer has an effect on her emotion. That is when the spirit man or when we are walking in the spirit has dominance over the self soulish realm in that area. And that is a constant renewal process. So in every aspect. Now, the thing is, is you'll get victory over it once. And you're like, oh man, I did awesome on that one. And then it'll happen again. And then the next time we'll fall right into it. But it's, remember, it's to, re- it's, it's to remain focused on if you had the victory once, put that victory and ask the Holy Spirit to remind us of the victories that we have or had in particular situations that we want to walk in the spirit over, right? Because if we try to keep it in our mindset, it's never gonna be enough. It is the job or, yeah, it is the job or the goal of the Holy Spirit to bring all things back to remembrance to us. Now, let's let's finish. Where was I at? I was on- uh, You were on 16, 17, verse 17. Oh, verse 17. Oh, says, but now it is no longer I who do it, but sin who dwells in me. Now, and I know you're thinking, well, how can sin dwell in me? I'm a Christian. Well, yes, it can dwell, and sin does dwell. Sin does dwell in Christians. It is our spirit man that has been born again. This is the most important thing to understand. Sin dwells in our nature and in our nature is self and in self is flesh and in flesh is death. That is the key. All right. Um, For I know that in me, in my flesh, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me. Watch this. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. For the good I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, 
that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then another law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, circle inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind Mm -hmm. and bringing me into captivity to the law which is in my members. Oh man, I'm getting so excited here right now. (laughs) The law of my mind. One of the biggest challenges that we will have as a Christian is our remembering of things. So the first thing that we want to acknowledge and to have God bring with us, and and like I said, is to ask the Holy Spirit to bring back the victories to our remembrance. Because the one thing that you will understand, if you you will learn, that our our memory or based on the law that we just discussed here, our memory is quick to bring up the failures in others mm-hmm. and the failures in ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is why you start hearing those voices or the voice that says, well, you, you know, you never did this before. So why are you trying to do this now? Why, why you want to walk? Why you want to walk in the spirit now? Well, what makes this different than any other time? Well, yeah, you're going to start it, but you're going to stop doing it anyway, right? All of those things is what is up here. It is the head knowledge or the sense knowledge. But I declare to you today that we as a people will no longer walk according to the head knowledge. We will walk according to the inward knowledge or the inward man and allow Christ to live on the outside of us. Let me finish this. What's my time? Oh, I'm doing great here. Perfect. You're on 24. Thank you. All right. Verse 24. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So I'm going to stop right there. So all of this reading here tonight was for one purpose. And the whole purpose was to understand There's a battle going on, but we know now by faith, we win this battle and that the visible, radiant, manifested presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives will be active. It is going to work on the inside of us and changing the external factors wherever we are, our jobs, our marriages, our homes, our communities, our families we will see an exchange, a change in our lives. Now, we understand from John, right? John talks about the vine. Now, we must first understand the vine is planted in the ground. So when we plant new seeds in the ground, the seed of love, the seed of joy, the seed of long-suffering, patience, peace, all of those seeds from the fruit of the spirit, 
that seed must first go in the ground and the seed goes in the ground alone. So it may not look like something is happening, but don't get discouraged because as you plant the seed of love, it is in the ground over what that situation or that circumstance or whatever it is that you plant. Your job, oh man, Paul said it this way. Apollos watereth, I planteth, but God provides the increase. So this year is the year of planting. As we are changed internally, we will be planting seeds in the lives of individuals, in the, in, in the lives, in, in our places of work. Everywhere we go, we're going to be planting seeds. Well, now I just heard it. Well, Donna, how are we going to plant those seeds? Very, very, very simply. By the words that we speak out of our mouths. The words that we put out are going to be the seeds that will go into the ground. And we only want to plant those spiritual seeds that Paul identified in Galatians. So remember, victory, we got it. Long-suffering, we got it. The love of God, we got it. And we have been delivered, delivered from the flesh to be able to bring fruit to God. Amen. Amen. That's it. All right. I'm stopping right there. You can put your mics on. Any questions or any feedback before we stop? That was beautiful. Thank you, Lord. That was awesome. awesome. Any prayer requests? Anything? I'm good. You can pray for me anytime. You can't hear anyone, can you, Donald? Uh, I can hear you now because you're okay. off mute. I took myself off mute 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I said you can pray for me anytime. You can do general. You can do like anything. Okay, perfect. Any feedback, any questions about what was talked about tonight? Because the thing that we don't want to leave here... I don't, we want to make sure that as we have these conversations, if there's any questions or anything that comes up, we want to put that out on a table so that we could talk this through. Yeah. Cause this is not like a typical Bible study where there's no interaction. So any questions that came up or anything? Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Perfect. No, I, I, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you Go hear ahead. Okay. I just, I just had a, uh, just feedback. I know we were, we were talking about, um, go ahead, go right ahead, man. Uh, the, Feel free. War, the war that's going on in, inside of us, uh, with that, with that regenerated spirit, man, and our old flesh. Yes. And how, um, so there's a war going on. And so, um, I like how you were talking about it because that, that, um, the victory that the spirit has those different areas in our life is it just kind of clicked to me that that is the maturing in Christ. That's right. Like, so, so you, so you may, there may be a war going on, let's say, um, let's say about, um, anger about, yes. about an anger issue. Uh, once the spirit has overcome that, right. Is that, that's when, okay. Now, now that thing, like you were talking about with, with Julie, like she wasn't, she wasn't bothered by you anymore, even though you're doing that thing that, that upsets her. Right. Yes. So now there's, there's, there comes a victory in that. Right. But now there, maybe there's something else bothers her yes. or something else that, 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 that she needs victory in, that she needs victory in. But, but. One thing that you were doing at the beginning doesn't bother her anymore. Is that 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 is that when we see the maturing uh, of yes. a of a believer? Yes, and what you just said, and, and Alonzo, that is awesome, and and thank you, Holy Spirit, for that revelation for him. 
that what you just realize is, is that our walk with God is a continuous walk, right? Yes. Yes. Paul said it this way. He says, when I was young, I did childish things. And when I was old, I do things differently. So there are some things even now, and we need to thank God for where we are now in our walk, right? Because there are some Mm -hmm. things that we don't even think about that we used to do in our early in our early walk with Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing mm-hmm. is, is for us now, we want to live in the abundant yeah. state yeah. of God now. Yeah. That's that's what the expectation is. It's not mm-hmm. not even yes, we have those those victories in those areas, but now we're going to have a continuous victory in the fullness of God's aspect of it. Because Mm -hmm. we're going to allow God to reign in and through us versus us trying to get the victory in that situation. Right. But that's awesome, man. That's that's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. It's that process. All right. Laura, what about you? Any anything? And then if not, I'm just going to pray. No, no. I I loved what you said. I loved the reading. Man, I'm, I'm, guys, I am so fired up right now. It's so hard every time we do these on Thursday night. I don't get to bed till like twelve o'clock. But I'm, oh man. So, Father, Father, right now, Lord, we come, we come, we come, we come before you right now, Father. Father, we thank you for the, ooh, for the urgency, for the expectance of what you are. No, no, actually not what you are, Mm -hmm. what you have already done, Lord. Mm -hmm. You've already done this. So we declare tonight, Father, Mm -hmm. that we will continue to walk according on our path towards that victory. Mm -hmm. You know where the victory is. Mm -hmm. So be encouraged. We will be encouraged Mm -hmm. to continue to keep walking through Whatever comes our way, Mm -hmm. we will continue walking and then sowing the seeds of the fruit of the spirit. And we thank you, Lord, for that. And Holy Spirit, I thank you right now. Oh, I I thank you, Holy Spirit, for having full reign Mm -hmm. in our lives. Go in deep, Holy Spirit. Mm Take out anything that does not bring glory to our Father. We were created. Our authentic purpose was to bring fruit for God. And we declare that tonight, that we are fruit bearers. In Jesus' name, we love you, Father. We honor you, Father. And we thank you for your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I wanted to to add um, something. Um, In life, when we're going through various different stages, we all have different scenarios. Um, one of the things that God had me to think about on, on this holiday is that, you know, don't apply pressure to yourself to where you're at. Find times with him, small times, whether it's just reading one scripture or starting in one book or five minutes just praying with him. Or just start small, but find that intimate time with him. It could be at night. It could be in the morning. Um, you know, you will know the time. But that time is going to build you up internally. And the the more you get built up internally, the stronger you will be. And the Holy uh-huh. Spirit will ultimately start showing you things because a lot of times in life we go through various different situations Mm -hmm. but the situation is not for that other person 
it's for us as an individual. And I, I went through something in 2020 and um, my husband, it was, it was at work. My husband one day said to me, you know, we're working remote, both of us out of the house. And he said something to me. And when he said this, I didn't respond to him, but I was thinking it in my head. I was like, how can he say that? He doesn't, he doesn't know what I'm going through, you know, but the Holy Spirit didn't happen well, right away. Tell them what I said. Right. So Donald said to me, <laughs> I don't know I was, what it is. To, Donald said to me, he said, <laughs> what you're going through is not, is not for that person. It's for you. And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, man. I, I don't want to okay, hear that. So then, Good. you know, as, as weeks progress and months <laughs> progress, I said, almost done. I'll figure something out. I needed to grow through that. It was really literally for me. And, and I'm still growing through it. But, you know, you think, oh, you know, I've been in the Word for so many years and blah, 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 blah. And, no, you always grow with God and God will give you so many different mm -hmm. scenarios mm -hmm. and he'll give you the opportunity. But one thing that I'm so grateful for in 2021 is that even in 2020, I grew closer to the Lord just by spending that little bit of time with him. Mm -hmm. And I moments. Like I'll get up early in the morning because I so desire to have a quiet setting to just spend time with him in the word. Mm -hmm. And I know when I don't do it, I feel it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know, I, I feel it. And the next day I'm like, oh no. I'm, yeah. I'm but but I just wanted to share that because you know it's important to um, never compare yourself to anyone else, or or the circumstance, or the circumstance to a, a similar type of circumstance that happened before. Yeah, because that's one of the worst things that you can do, thinking that hey, this is just like what happened before. Don't do that. Right. And before we hang up here, you just reminded me something. Yeah. So there is the process of of change. We talked about change tonight, right? And when you when you're in change, change actually takes you from your comfort zone to the growth zone. But there's a process in going from comfort to growth. So when you're in your comfort zone, you're in a place of safety, mm -hmm. right? You know your surroundings, you know everything that's happened. Once you take a step out of your comfort zone, the first aspect to hit you is fear. Yeah. The fear zone has one purpose and only one purpose, and that is to get you to stop and turn around and go back to your comfort zone, right? Once you remain in that fear zone, no matter how your body or no matter how you're feeling, staying in that fear zone and continuing to move forward, you then move through to what is called the learning zone. It is in the learning zone where you start to learn more about what you have, what you're capable of, what's inside. You start learning how to deal with new situations or circumstances. Using the same example, if I'm pulling that trigger or using or doing something that was a trigger and she started to get victory, it started out with the fear zone and then she went into the learning zone and then once you pass through the learning zone, you now get to what is called the growth zone. The growth zone is taking all that you learned in the fear zone and in the learning zone and applying it. And then it becomes effortless. And that is the whole process. And it is a continuous process. Comfort, fear, learning, growth. Comfort, fear, learning, growth. So I'll, I'll talk more about that. I'll put it in the notes, but I was just reminded of that. So guys, we love you. Oh my yeah. goodness. We love you. And I am so glad to see your little happy face there, my friend. <laughs> I'm so glad. So we love you guys. Have a good night. We're going to hold true to our time there. God bless. And we will see you next week. Good night. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone. Love Thank you. you. Love, love you both. Bye. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Daily Living for Christ, where we have one purpose, and that's to partner with you on your daily walk with Christ. Before you go, I have two questions I want to throw out to you. First, what insights did you gain from this episode? And number two, how will you apply those new insights in your daily walk with Christ? Remember, awareness leads to choice and choice leads to a decision. There's 86,400 moments in a day. 86,400 moments in a day. Let today be the day that you increase by one more moment with Christ. Until next time, I'm out.